0: Hey, what's up? This is Johnny McBee, and you're listening to the Burn This World podcast. Like, what age did you get into metalcore?
1: Okay, okay. so the age I got into metalcore yeah. was eighth eighth grade.
0: Eighth grade, so... Eighth grade, yep. I think mine was right around then, too, because before that, I was mainly listening to only, like, New metal and rap, like that was all I listened to before that
1: okay, so before that it, this all right, this is really weird. I used to listen to like video game soundtracks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like what
1: <laughs> so like um, you know like Halo was popping, yeah, like the oh like yo, that was you know, I had that on an m p three player or uh like uh sonic Sonic adventure Two battle I was gonna say around <laughs> at the speed of sound. Like, yeah, so like I used to listen, like video game songs. So, yeah, I was like a a big a big nerd in that, or just whatever was on the radio, but I really wasn't listening to it. like I knew the songs, uh but yeah, and then like old school old school rap that my parents would play, yeah, that's why I'm so cultured
0: <laughs> i mean uh a lot of old video game music like retro video game music, if you listen to like Mega Man and stuff like that, the synthesizers actually are like straight up guitar riffs, they're doing like the Dundine or Dadine or Dean or thedine or the you know yeah like
1: it was it was it was so good,
0: yeah. I actually would really, I would love to do a, um, I had a concept to do a project that was all like video game themed metal, but like an eight bit metal project basically called like boss battle. And every song was just like the theme music for like a boss, like, but I'm like like,
1: super high intense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like old school, final fantasy style music, like all originals, like not cover and stuff, but just a project called Boss Battle that was just like 8 bit metal. I really want to do that someday.
1: That would actually be sick. That would actually be a, a sick idea. Uh, nobody don't take that though. You take it, copyright.
0: Yeah, it's straight but up. That,
1: that's a so, really, really cool idea because, uh, you know, most people that don't listen to like, m- that play video games and don't listen to music, they'll just listen to what's on the game. You know what I'm saying? And
0: yeah. And I mean, usually,
1: usually in that, um, Like this is just for me and like Madden or like I used to play like Smackdown versus raw. The music they had or like the musical choices they had was just so much better than it is now.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, they, they did a lot of more edgy stuff back then. I mean, even think about like Tony Hawk soundtrack, like those songs are so legendary and I almost feel like it's partially because of (laughs) the video game soundtrack made a lot of those songs just like mainstay in everyone's brain.
1: That is true. Very true.
0: What game do you think had the best soundtrack that was like, um, not an original soundtrack?
1: Oh, oof, dang it. I said not an original. Um, yeah, you stumped me. I was going <laughs> to, I was going to throw out one of the, I was going to throw like one of the man again. You said not an original. Sa- oh, you said not uh, original or not original soundtrack.
0: Not a- So they use like other bands music.
1: Oh my God. SmackDown versus Raw 2007.
0: Smackdown versus Raw What was that on N64 oh my. or something?
1: <laughs> Listen here, Boomer. They yeah. had, you know, it was on like PlayStation and was it on Xbox? It had uh, Three Days Grace, Dang. like Animal I Have Become. Like, <laughs> all, right, boom, boom, all right, I'm going to set the scene. Boom, you turn on the game, right? And the, 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 was it the is it the, the, the what's the front screen uh the menu yeah. the menus on and it's like i can't escape now. and then you're just like whoa what song is this and then when it kicks in so what if you can see the darker side of me no one could ever change this boy you're like yeah you know and they also had like riot so man it was
0: <laughs> it this sounds like uh it was very meaningful to you back then
1: Yeah, it was so meaningful because like it got you pumped up before you even played, and you're like, "Wow, this 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 soundtrack is fire!"
0: Yeah, what was who was your favorite wrestler to play as?
1: Ooh, Rey Mysterio. Rey, why? Cause I was short and he was just, <laughs> he was short, so I can relate. There you go. <laughs> and he was just he was just so cool. He was like a high flyer. His uh, signature was six one nine, and like man, he just. And then my second one, when like Ray Myster like kind of retired, not retired, was uh CM Punk.
0: Yeah, Straight Edge. Boy. He was like,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. That's that was at the time where I was a uh, Straight Edge. Nice. I tried to. I tried. Listen, I tried. But I, I accidentally picked up a beer. He gave it soda. in.
0: He said, "Game over." No, no,
1: it, it was against my will. It, <laughs> was, it was against my will. I just thought it was soda, and it ended up being beer. And I was like, "Wow, this tastes funny." My mom was like, "Yeah, because that's beer." And I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> "You know?" So
0: yeah. And then he just gave up the whole rest the edge, of his life.
1: The, the edge, yeah. The edge gods was like, <laughs> "You're not edge anymore." Yeah, true. And then so I was like, huh.
0: "Yeah." So Ray, like that Ray bad. Mysterio actually was one of my favorites too because I was always more into the people that were the high flyers and the doing the flips, yeah. and jumping, and everything. You, you tell me you didn't like Rikishi?
1: Listen, no booty butt cheeks was <laughs> <laughs> yo yo rest in peace for Kishi, but yeah. like he was he was cool. Like he had the he had the 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 swagger. Yeah. Um. You know. Th- uh. Side note. That's what. That's one thing I I didn't like about uh wwe they really did force these personas that
0: mm-hmm.
1: no one asked for like um he's rikishi is samoan but they made him like a hip-hop samoan so it's like uh but i mean he, he was still cool he, yeah he was still uh he had he still had a cool arc
0: yeah and i mean <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know rikishi go look up a video and look up a video of his his finisher oh yeah what was it called was it literally called like stink face or something
1: yeah it was called stink like he'll literally throw you in a corner. Um, and uh, rub his butt cheeks in your
0: face. All right, so what, what's the chance of us getting a, a video of you stink faced and Bobby?
1: Uh, the chances you have to pay for that on my OnlyFans. <laughs>
0: you making the stink face Bobby on, on stream or anything
1: on stream? Yeah, hey, if you give uh, you, you do the the, the $10 donuts to crowd kill, kill Bobby and you say stink face him, I got
0: you. Hey, true. Hey, there you go. There you go. Yeah, and so um, the music on games. I mean, my, my favorite crap was always the Final Fantasy stuff because I was always into the really melodic, really emotional stuff. Like um, Final Fantasy X, always one of my favorite games ever. Um, and really, those themes. I mean, I could see them. the mm-hmm. the, the piano themes, so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Um, and super catchy. And so that was always one of my big realms of like favorite music in games. I didn't really much attention to music in games until that point uh that was that was those games were really the first ones that i was like dang the music in this is sick
1: i think with the final fantasy games like the riffs is the one that like the riffs and the the orchestra carry heavy
0: yeah to me it was was really long games yeah to me it was the the slower like piano stuff like the the theme for welcome to zanarkin anyone that doesn't know that go look that up like that crap yeah that's some good stuff what a beautiful
1: rendition thank you
0: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna cover that here soon but a cappella
1: yeah. okay so on this topic um right now desert island one game yeah you gotta that's okay me because you're probably gonna pick rootscape uh that's one game on
0: a desert island on console on console yep um that's tough because it's like do you go I mean you have to go for the game with the most replayability right yep um shoot I would I would say skate three.
1: Skate three? Was you good at skate?
0: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think it's one I think it's one of the best, most replayable games ever made.
1: Are you gonna get skate four?
0: Oh yeah. I mean I'm pretty much I, I bought an Xbox One, or not Xbox One, the newest one. What's it called? X Series X or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, well, mm. I've gotten all the games, the like the relevant games recently, Elden. Ring all that kind of crap, but I'm literally not mm. turning that xbox on until skate four comes out, so wow, <laughs> like that's I'm just literally waiting for that to come out till I can uh so I start playing again but I mean obviously there would be runescape if it wasn't a old school runescape if it wasn't a question about console or not, but on console, yeah. I feel like I have to go with with skate that's a game that I can just pick up play for like five minutes and be happy or sit there and you know, play for hours. It it really is perfect. What about you?
1: Me? I think I'ma do mm. you know, I I think I'm gonna do Last of Us.
0: Last of Us. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even know what that is. I mean I I've seen it I well, know it's a game, but I've never never like played it.
1: That's just it's just a great game. It's just a great all around game. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm in, like, just
0: gonna assume that everyone listening probably has to agree with me here. Like no one's picking Last of Us. That's such a random.
1: No, um, no, no. You know I agree with you. No one, no one is going to pick The Last of Us. But I will pick The Last of Us because especially if I have internet, I'm playing a multiplayer.
0: Well, if if, if we're picking playing picking internet games, why can't I pick Runescape?
1: No, because it's, it's not on console. Oh console console
0: no. console base okay yeah i have to go skate
1: Okay, yeah okay i mean yeah, skate skate's good skate skate's a classic yeah i know you said uh skateboard in real life i did too was you good i was actually decent all
0: right we're playing skate next time like actual on skateboards next time we get together oh
1: i uh yeah I'll, I'll suck now i'll probably <laughs> break a leg. Hey. But I used to be, I used to be, I used to be really good at skate. Did you? Oh yeah,
0: I was, I was good. I was, I mean, good for. I look back now, and I'm just like, okay, I actually sucked. But like being, you know, around all the other freaking middle schoolers skating, like I was good.
1: You busted out the tricks. Was Maybe. you? A,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my favorite backside flip.
1: Backside flip, yeah, never gonna
0: land one clean. It just feels good, especially like. And I, I love doing fakey stuff. Um, that was where I always made all my friends mad, is I could just do every, every trick that I could do, I could do fakey too. That triggered them. So. you
1: you regular Mongo,
0: I don't believe Mongo. Are you kidding me? Who do you think I am? He's a whore? who do so you, you think? You skate I am? Mongo? No, regular, come on, man. Oh, I
1: skate. Oh, geez, yikes. Come on. I skated Mago. Oh, Yikes. Oh God. <laughs> I couldn't, a- I couldn't get the hang of regular. Yeah. But it, just fit
0: me. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I can already make so many judgments that I'm just, I'm not even going to bring up here. Cause it would, it would seem like degrading, but you know, I trust you nah, that you are good. I'll trust you. Nah, I, was, I was tight. <laughs> I bet. Um, so with, uh, all this, uh, talk of desert islands and whatnot. So it's, yeah. it's always a big, it's it's like one of the main questions that like, gets asked to people. I'm like, not that it, it, I feel like me and you are talking like we're on a first date right now, like asking first date questions. First date questions. That's what it sounds like. So what's your favorite movie and uh, your favorite game <laughs> <movie and> soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that should be a series on the podcast. as I have first date with these people that I've never really talked to before, where I just ask them all the questions. That'll be
1: cool. Yeah, that'd, that'd, a lot of random questions. That'll be that'll be a cool segment. All right, yeah. let's 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 skip to home base. <laughs> a. Oh, a
0: <laughs> that's for the OnlyFans too. Um,
1: right, OnlyFans content.
0: Right. Um. So, music wise, um, what's your what's the one record that you're taking with you?
1: What, where can I take it to the grave? Yeah. Ooh, as in...
0: Put my money in a grave.
1: As in front to back, side to side. I'm listening to that for the rest of my life? Yes. Oh, my... Okay, it's definitely... It's Devil Wars Prada. Uh, roots above and branches below. For sure.
0: Compared to anything. Compared to Michael Jackson or Elton John, you're taking Devil Wars Prada.
1: Yup. 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 Why? Yeah, because that's that was so uh, that that was like so pivotal, pivotal for me and my life. Uh, Because, well, one, it was like my real introduction into like getting into not only just like music, but like bands that wasn't like video game soundtracks, but like bands and following a band and. Really diving into their discography, and that was like the first the first band I really delved into. And uh, the first song I ever heard was "Ben Has a Kid," and then well, from that album. But I heard "Still Fly," that's what got me into metalcore. But um, after listening to that, I was I was in love. I was like, "Yo, this band is crazy!" So that's like my top 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 band of like all time.
0: He wears a stray jacket. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: come on! There you go! There you go! Wow,
1: Jeremy would be proud.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you said that still fly got you in the metal core it, back then. So many bands were doing covers like that. Like I know Miss May I did. What did they do? They, they did swing. Yeah, swing. Uh, mm-hmm. So many bands were covering stuff like that. Do, do you think that bands could start picking back up that trend nowadays with modern? like pop God, songs? no no it'd be bad wouldn't it
1: yeah yeah like it for the time it was perfect because the, the 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 song structure was better now it's just terrible now our our last night hops on every single trend yeah and it uh it gets it it, it kind of triggers me not gonna lie yeah and it yeah i, I just i just don't like them covering songs
0: yeah <laughs> i mean imagine like uh imagine like what i don't even imagine a knock loose cover in like trippy red or something
1: Trip, <laughs> oh, trippy red is great how he is
0: yeah that uh dark knight demo that is a freaking song
1: oh that's a great song
0: that song is is crazy i don't like any of his other stuff but that song is sick did uh, he play
1: live he, i don't know what to so what
0: i was i forgot i was watching ghost inside them and ghost inside oh yeah can't miss ghost Dang. inside um But yeah, so you don't think bands could cover songs like that again. I mean, no, I think Mm -hmm. it's also partially because modern like pop and stuff isn't really structured the same, like it's just it it wouldn't fit the same. There's a couple artists that are still doing it like that. But I also think that metalcore has kind of gone in a different direction than when it was back then. I feel like it was kind of like it was kind of fine to be pretty cheesy back then, but I don't think that bands can really be cheesy like it was.
1: Yeah, so like um, back then, you know, when you did like a cover like that, it fit that era. Now, if you do it, be like, oh, that's a, oh, that's like a little gimmick they're doing, or oh, they're just doing it for clout, you know. So it's mm-hmm. like if it's like people, it, I don't know, people are people are like weird. How um, if a band like covers like anything? Yeah, um, it's it's. I think it's like much more serious now. Then it was, I missed the, I missed the goofy era, but yeah, you you translate it to now. You can't do that.
0: No, it'd be, I mean, the closest thing, but the thing is this, here's the thing about that though, is we're Mm. both saying like, you don't, we don't think that metalcore can be goofy like it used to be, um, electric cowboy.
1: Hmm. They, They, well, they, but that's the thing. They've always been doing that.
0: Yeah, but the but you would think that that would have made them irrelevant at some point. But they're like the one band that stuck it out, and they're absolutely massive. That's
1: true. I think they got even kind of wackier, you
0: know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, with their, oh, I don't, I don't especially know about with their music games. I don't know about even wackier. They they, they had a serious yeah. phase where they were like trying to like the thing is. Here is the thing about each like goofy band that tried to have a serious phase. It never worked. Like. I, I Russell the Bear once tried to put out a serious album. Didn't work. Oh, that's right. They did. Yeah. yeah. Didn't work. Uh, um, we Butter the Brother of Butter put out a couple serious records. Didn't work. And their newest record, DOS album, best album that they've ever had. And they went yeah, back phenomenal. to being goofy. Um, and so like the goofy bands that tried to turn serious, it just absolutely made them flop. Um, and it, maybe that's the problem with the Browning. is People think the Browning's a goofy band, but it's absolutely not and so it's like it just doesn't work for some people. Um
1: yeah, the probably only been good in the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: True. Um but yeah, uh it's so why do you think that that cover got you into metalcore? Were you mainly listening to like mainstream like pop and rap and then you saw that cover and you're like, "Oh, what's this?"
1: Yeah, actually, yeah. Um you remember you remember Limewire, right? Yeah. I think I was trying to download, um, I think I I was trying to download uh, Linkin Park in the end or something like that, and uh, Still Fly downloaded it. And I was like, oh, crap, I didn't even want this song. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll listen to it anyway. And the part that really captivated me was, at the time, I didn't know, it was the breakdown. Yeah, And I was like, like, what the heck? I was like, "Where, where did everybody go? And it was just like... And I was like, wow, this sounds great. And I kept listening to it on like repeat. And I was like, what the hell where is Prada? I was like, ain't that a movie? But yeah.
0: Yeah. You allegedly downloaded it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Allegedly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're not committing no crimes or anything like that. Nope. I remember when I was like a
1: huge thing, it was like, if they catch you, you'll be like fined and.
0: Apparently, FBI, my apparently my wife got a um got a letter like in the from the FBI like whenever she no was no way yeah she said she got a letter for downloading movies
1: <laughs> that was real yeah she, they used to have it like before every movie yeah <laughs> this
0: is not a victimless crime yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no that's hilarious apparently she's the only person I've ever heard say it but she said that she actually got a letter <laughs> that's crazy yeah um allegedly and so
1: allegedly yeah
0: uh so i mean what what do you think okay excluding still fly what okay. what do you think was the best cover of that era
1: ooh the best cover oh wait um, let me
0: let me take that back what do you think is the okay. best cover of all time oh oh of like any song any song any genre I'm going uh, weird out Amish Paradise.
1: Uh, we we're <laughs> just I was corny. Weird out <laughs> was cor- like, uh, yeah, yo, like he, yeah, he was corny,
0: but he did it good though. No one else could do it like that. Like he, like he really twisted them songs up. I mean, just just eat it. Come on, eat it, eat it. <laughs> Get yourself some eggs and beat it. Like,
1: yeah, was he good. was he, like, yeah, he was. Everybody loved it, but I was like, I mean, he's alright, but he was just corny to me.
0: Yeah, I mean. Dang!
1: Oh, greatest cover of all time. Best cover of um, all time.
0: I got a couple in my mind, but I'm waiting to hear what you say. Um,
1: excluding "Still Fly,
0: Yes. Um, any genre?
1: Dang. Um. Um. Okay. Dang, you really stumped me on that because you said any any genre. Okay. Uh. Uh. uh <laughs> like "Still Fly" is like kind of like my number. One.
0: All right, I'll throw a couple out there. Ready? Okay, yeah, yeah. You started off. You started off. Alien Ant Farm. Oh, Smooth Criminal. It? When they did beat it. Smooth Criminal. Smooth, oh,
1: Smooth Criminal.
0: Yeah. You that, that was a
1: tight that was a
0: tight cover. Absolutely flawless cover. Uh that arguably probably is the best cover of all time. Um, and it's they're also kind of a one hit wonder for a cover. But nonetheless, yeah. I mean they had they had some good originals. I actually listened to them quite a bit back then, but that cover Mm. like you can't beat it really no pun intended uh yeah yeah. (laughs) um i would say that realistically is probably the best cover of all time um but also uh we got Limp biscuit with behind blue eyes Mm. Uh, i actually never heard the beatles original version of that until i met amanda and she only Mm. listens to like classic rock and stuff like that and um the song played and I was and the it it was just terrible the beatles version like compared to limp biscuits and maybe it's just nostalgia kicking in for me but like the behind blue eyes cover by limp biscuit is such a good freaking song uh so that one's good um then we have uh sweet dreams by Marilyn Manson and tainted mm-hmm. love Aunt tainted love by Marilyn Manson both of those covers just top freaking notch
1: Okay, I got I got my tops. I got my tops. Let's hear it. Um, listen, "Lucid Dreams," Juice World. <laughs> oh my god! I'm telling you.
0: Okay, I don't so even know slap. that one, so I can't. I can't. Second
1: even one is well. Well, this is these are like rap ones. These like all okay. time. Like these like can't be beat. Um, you you know who? Uh, Big Pun was no. Dang it! He did twins. That was a a, a, a of. Of ninety eight, he he covered ninety eight deep cover ninety eight, but yeah, if if, if, you, if you know it, if you if you OG, you OG, you know you know that, <laughs> but yeah,
0: right, still That's fly. It? That's it,
1: still fly. Hold on, let me let me. it was another one. Okay, I,
0: th- I think I'm gonna win this cover section. I think that I think you're kind of losing it here.
1: It's just you just don't know. You just you oh, just okay, you yeah. just don't know me.
0: You're on another yeah, level. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, actually, yeah, that's it. That's
0: it. Yeah, still fly number They're one. Different. He he went with still fly covering uh, Dead mm-hmm. Wars Product covering still fly, and I was yep. went with Alien Ant Farm covering Michael Jackson. Oh,
1: dang it, I just died.
0: <laughs> oh, like in Runescape?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Just so everyone knows, where where at the time of doing this, we're both playing Runescape. I'm doing some agility, and somehow he just died at freaking rock crabs. So.
1: There was a goblin attacking me as well and I wasn't paying attention. Wow. Dang it. Anyways, yeah, yeah.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um, I think you got like an hour to get back to your grave and grab it, so you're good yeah, to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to do that now. Yeah. Um But yeah, so Okay, once you got into Devil Wars Prada, right? Yep. Then then where did your metal core uh existence take you to?
1: Okay. Great question. So from there, um, that's when I really started to, to. I think my second, uh, the second metalcore band I listened to was, I think was Ask Alexandria.
0: So what year was this? This 2010, 2000, 2011? No, no, it's
1: like, what? No, it's like 2008 going into like 2009.
0: Yeah. So what yeah. what was your favorite Asking Alexandria song? Oh hey there, Mr. Brooks.
1: Listen, Stand Up and Scream was such a I know it's not your cup of tea. It's Such a phenomenal album.
0: I mean, there's some stuff on there that's pretty eye. I-, I mean uh, I- from that record, uh Prophecy, that song. That, oh, song yeah, good. Good that song is good. That song is that song is really really well written. Um, yeah, and so I really like that one. And then also I don't know if this was on that record or their next one, but "Morte de mm-hmm. Abo.
1: Oh, that's in the next one. Yeah, yeah.
0: that song heaviest crap, uh, mm-hmm. really good. But as far as stand up and scream, I mean, it was like the, just a prophecy. That song was so sick.
1: Okay, I have a question for you. Did you did you dig Attack Attack or
0: no? Um, yeah, the not the first album, but the the second Self-titled. one. Yeah, the one with gotcha. Smokey and yeah AC One Thirty. Like that record was good. You, you can't really beat that, especially for the time with the production. Yeah. It really was just on another level. Um, and so yeah, and also I've I've never really been a fan of like high screaming vocals. So the, mm. the screaming on the first record, I did not like. So whenever Caleb took over vocals, that was like the first time I was like, you know, I can get into this because I'm more into like mids and low screams and everything. Right. So, yeah, that that change plus just the songs and the production was just crazy. And so I was into it, but, um, you know, I, I viewed it. I, that was in like my real time of like the Browning starting to – Like really come out and tour and all that sort of stuff. And so I was like, not bitter, but I was a little just like, you know, they were being seen as like the main band doing electronics and metal, which yes, they were the biggest band doing electronics and metal, but like I had been writing electronics and metal for like, at that point, like seven years or something, you know? (laughs) And so it was like, you know, but this is just me at the time being I guess kind of like um like i don't know n- not necessarily understanding like why people would like that rather than like in my music you know but i can understand now like what was more appealing about that than appealing of my own music so i can look back now and understand it but at the time mm-hmm. i w- you know, I have to say or admit that I was a little butthurt that they were getting the credit for the crap that I'd been doing for a long time
1: for a long time. And it, yeah. Yeah. I I, I can, I understand that.
0: Yeah. But I was also, you know, I was 19 or something. And so Mm -hmm. 19 year old me, why do they have that? And I don't, you know? And so, uh, but absolutely kill that. Now, after that record, I was not into anything else that they had done. Um, but it's probably honestly because they got rid of a lot of that electronic element. Um Yeah, and, you
1: remember everybody used to do uh like keys live. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. And then they took that away and everything was like backtracking like, oh okay, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, at least like there was a period there where um everyone still had their keyboard players, but they were also just backtracking everything so at least it like keyboard players could stop like mimicking it or like you know uh, lip-syncing their key parts and so that was nice that uh, at least people could stop faking it but it does suck that really no one's doing like live keyboards anymore The there's only a couple people that i can think of that still do live keyboards um Dang. code orange does live keyboards um Freaking Inner Shikari does live keyboards. I think Under Oath still does live keyboards when they play. Under Oath, yeah. But I, I never,
1: I never could get into Under Oath.
0: I wasn't into it either. Again, I was main i didn't really like anything with like high screams. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it, in the era that Under Oath was like very, very popular, that was whenever I went through like my heavy. Like I wanted to listen to the heaviest stuff possible then, so. Um, I was, I was, but the, I still loved stuff like Chiodos in that area era yeah. was, was uh-huh. so crazy. I loved Chiodos back then. Um, but listen, yeah. Words, best friend redefined. <laughs> yeah. And,
1: and, 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 yeah. and, 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 Yo, that yeah. riff.
0: Yeah. You can't beat that really.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Only for let me take it. <laughs> a little up, say to purple lips. Let Everyone me knows impress it. you with this kiss. Right. A, yeah. 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 All right.
0: Yeah. Everyone just left the podcast.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: <Just>. <laughs> Everyone's gone. Uh but yeah, no, you can't that. That's the thing. So, there were so many legendary, like perfect songs that were so standout and so just like on another level that still now, like more than a decade later, everyone can still sing. There's not, I don't think there's a single freaking song written by any band right now that in 12 years people are going to be singing.
1: Oh, dang. Hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me think. Um, I'm trying to think of a chorus. <laughs> See that's exactly now, you're, here now.
0: You're literally living um, in the moment, and you can't think of a chorus. Uh, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. She wait. I don't There's, don't no, there's Wait, not one. No, 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 there's
0: up. not one. You're not going to be able to think of it. Every, all the choruses now all sound the same. There's nothing unique. It's all freaking just like redone crap. And I, I like the thing is, I don't want to sound like I'm freaking like dogging on bands that have choruses right now, but there is an issue. And I, I feel like it's undeniable that like the modern world doesn't have any choruses that will stand the test of time. Now, if you disagree with this, Feel free to come into my Discord server. The link is in the description, uh, the Burn This World Discord. And please, God, show me a band that is writing choruses right now that are as good as the one that Keem just was graced us with. That's right. Like, <laughs> show me a chorus that has that capability. Um, I'm gonna think of one. You are.
1: I'm,
0: I'm gonna think of one. I don't. There's like. There's nothing. There's really nothing, I, and maybe it's just nostalgia. Maybe maybe the kids that are like 15 years old right now listening to "I Prevail" or something, uh, will be singing those songs in 12 years. You know, maybe it's just right. maybe it's just us being older, still singing our nostalgic that songs. True. Yeah, you know?
1: that's true. I'm st- I'm still stuck in the past heavily.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, it just it felt so much better but here's the thing like we sound like freaking boomers right now because the thing is like our parents will say the same music is not as good as it used to be like our parents will say the exact same crap i'm saying that now that's what i'm saying like we're and just I'm 27 we're, yeah we yeah. sound like old people like <laughs>
1: <laughs> i bring it up literally every single time on stream it's like it's it's, it's it is it's a huge difference yeah. Like I know, um, there's a lot of people who just you know recently got into metal like in the past five years, um, but it's it's a huge change, and I feel that now it's more trendy than ever. Like once a band breaks out with a new sound, I feel everybody just jumps on it.
0: Yeah, big time. Yeah, I mean even like Lorna Shore, like so many bands are doing this that, that exact sound currently, and especially the vocal thing like yeah somehow like i saw a meme about it the other day where it said like um dicky allen doing goblin vocals and then everyone like freaking out over will ramos or whatever and uh because dicky's been doing that type of vocal for so he's been doing that for
1: years
0: yeah and he even responded to to that to that meme thinking that because the meme was insinuating that Dickie would be like salty about it, but he was like, no, he's Uh, all about it, you know? And he's super nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But so many bands now and so many vocalists are like, so stuck in doing that type of vocal now that, that Lorna Shore made it popular. So yeah, I think you're right that, but here's the thing, like was, was bands back then also hopping trends, you know? It's like, I, I think that we're, we're blinded to our nostalgia like, really, are blinded by it. Because, like, I mean, even the synth thing, that could probably be seen as a freaking, as a trend that everyone was hopping on back then, you know?
1: So, with that, there was, there was trends back then. But okay. even if there was a trend, you can, you can, uh, you can still tell two bands apart.
0: Did you ever have an emo swoop?
1: Yes. Yes, I did. Did you really? <laughs> Hear me out. Yes. Yes, I did. No. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Man. You have to send me that picture, and I'm I'm gonna use it as the artwork for this episode. All
1: right. I. <laughs> I. Okay. So like the. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll send you. I showed it on the stream too. Um. Yeah. I had like I had a, I had like a little emo face.
0: Okay. I gotta see that. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 pretty bad.
1: But like nice. so like I I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't do like the gauges. Or, um, uh, like snake bites or anything. Like I really want to, I, I used to want to straighten my hair, but you know, I got black parents. My black parents was not it was like, what, what, you know, I'll they'll, they'll whoop me.
0: How like, um, like back then, like, and in being involved in the scene, were you heavily involved in like the local scene going to shows and local band shows and everything?
1: Um, <clears throat> I didn't start going into local shows until I was actually in a band before that was just like major, major uh, bands coming through.
0: Yeah. And so did, did it feel like weird being like it involved in that scene and being so different from everybody?
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was was very weird, uh, especially at first because I was like, I felt like an outcast. I'm like, all these people here, Because I've never, um, like, I always tell, like, my first time going to, like, a show, like, I never knew what, like, a mosh pit was or, like, crowd killing, moshing, you know. Yeah. Uh, So, like, I kind of got in a fight (laughs) because I thought people was attacking me. So I was like, well, I'm the smallest rather attack first. So I started hitting people first, and Keem, then that's when I got like yoked up.
0: Keem was the <laughs> was the chihuahua of the metal concert.
1: Right. I, <laughs> right. I, <laughs> I was the aggressor. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was a culture shock for me. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I guess this is how you guys do it. You guys just hit each other for the fun of it, and people are okay with it.
0: What was the first concert that you went to?
1: August Burns Red, Texas in July, Let Live... Silverstein,
0: let live. They freaking just disappeared.
1: Yeah. yeah. No. N- now it's now they're Fever
0: three three three. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff's pretty good, I guess. What do you think about yeah, it? Yeah. It's
1: it's it's good. It's good. So like at first, so like I said, it was my first. It was my first like concert. So I didn't know like the crazy atmosphere. Like I didn't know what to expect. And um, I think his name is Jason, the the singer. He was like going crazy. Throwing himself everywhere. He like took a trash can, smashed against his head, <laughs> threw it in the crowd. I'm like, yo, this, what kind of what white stuff is this? <laughs> so I was like, I, I was, but he's like, I think he's like white and black. And I was like, yo, this is weird. Yeah. And like, it, it, it kind of threw my vibe off because I was like, is this what they really do here? Like, <laughs> what, what is the, I never, I never really got the appeal of it.
0: But somehow um, you found I, I mean, with I do though. now.
1: Yeah, yeah, literally. I fell in love with it. But uh at first I, I really I didn't get the appeal of it. I was like, this is whack. <laughs> and I, like, I wanted to leave, but you know, he was my ride, so I had to stay. Uh yeah. Yeah, it was real cool.
0: So what do you think about it? What do you remember the first concert that you went to that you didn't think it was whack? That you were like, Okay, this is actually really tight. Oof. Um I think Dang!
1: What was my second concert after that? Uh, oh, after that I went to Warped
0: Tour. War. Oh, there you go. That probably set it off, huh?
1: Yeah, that yeah that set it off. That that literally changed my whole perspective and was like, wow, this is this is a cool atmosphere. Like everyone's, you know, pretty kind. If you fall, you know, they'll pick you up. Yeah. Um and I was like, I, I I could get used to this.
0: Yeah, and I mean Warped Tour yeah. War, that that's that era. Just as the the epitome of everything we're talking about right now, and the epitome of nostalgia for pretty much everybody in our scene, um, and so maybe Warp Tour dying is why we feel like the scene is dead.
1: Yeah, because you literally looked forward to Warp Tour every year. Yeah, you know, you waited till they released the lineup, and it, it really did. Like that was like that one tour. Yeah that brought everybody together.
0: Especially towards the end, they started having like deathcore bands and having like a lot of really heavy stuff too. And so it really felt all inclusive and in, in the more aggressive or, um, you know, metal or whatever scene. It, it really did feel like you could go there and see everything. Like, um, you know, like my first year to warp tour, I went with my sister and, uh the main bands that we went there to see was Billy Talent, Greeley Estates, and Azalea Dying. <laughs> mm. You know, that's so different and so yeah. so across the spectrum that there's just really nothing like that now. And so, you know, I, I think that everyone kind of still um loves this genre mainly for nostalgia. And I just wish yeah. there was something modern that could capture that nostalgic sound. Um that we all miss and love. <laughs> really.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it'll come out.
0: Maybe. 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 Maybe
1: something will come out.
0: And now we're announcing Keem's uh emo project. Chemo. That's right. That's it. Chemo. Chemo. That was the whole point of this whole podcast was Kimo. to just to yeah. announce keem's uh
1: had that we had to bridge everything together to coming out a new project named Chemo. Yeah. yeah. Um
0: that's why. That's why he's been singing it the whole time. You know, he's been trying to give <laughs> it everyone ready for it and everything.
1: It's time for me to capture the sadness and, um, <laughs> mom. It's not a phase. Exactly. You
0: know. Yep. Now you can just make bank. Jump, hop the trends, man. This is your time.
1: Shoot. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Man, these 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 trends. Yeah, I love I love the bands, but you know. That's why I under I understand why people get burnt out on metal. Um yeah so quickly. And like they have to like listen to something else to like
0: preserve. Pretty much. Yeah, everyone everyone kinda has that one thing. They're like, okay, time to turn on a chill chill playlist yeah. or something. Yeah. And yeah, we're sitting here talking about how important nostalgia is for everybody as I'm playing a game that I started playing in two thousand one, like <laughs> twenty one years ago. I'm still playing the same game because something about it just triggers this nostalgic feeling in me. And you're just stuck in the past. Yeah, we're (laughs) stuck in the past. Look at us.
1: (laughs) Or another thing is like, you know, when you, like let's say you listen to a song or even play RuneScape, like you often go back to that memory of when you first experience it. That exact moment. And it just, yeah, it's it's, it's dopamine.
0: Yep. And that's what I mean about like, you know we're sitting here saying like nothing else is like that, but there's there's 15 year olds and 18 year olds out there listening to the modern bands that are going to feel this exact same way in the future. Yeah. So
1: yeah, that's going to be yeah like these bands that they're listening to now, like Lorna Shore and stuff like that. That's going to be their nostalgia.
0: I Prevail is going to be like the Chiodos.
1: I Prevail. Yeah. Have you ever, have you seen I Prevail live? No. They're actually you know I mean. I don't get, they're okay to me, but they're really good live.
0: Yeah. Well, they better be (laughs) because they're like the biggest band in the scene right now. So I got, got to respect it. And I got to appreciate that they're out there pushing uh, aggressive music to the forefront to so many people and to younger people, because I know for a fact that uh, a dude that looks like me is not going to get a younger crowd involved. That's just not happening. <laughs> so we need bands like I Prevail and Motionless and White, and oh yeah, uh, you know all these bands to bring younger a younger crowd into the scene. So I can respect it and appreciate it for sure.
1: Bridging off of that, so I used to be like a huge Bring Me the Horizon fan when it was in like their deathcore phase, yeah. And you know now that they it really, they're like they're the only band I know that took their experimentation. This far. Yes. And is successful at it.
0: The reason I've I've kind of I've thought about them a lot. And I think that they're a really good example of how to do the transition slowly. They did it they they started implementing the the softer stuff on um There is a Heaven that album. Yeah and then Sep Eternal, they went uh a little bit harder on it and then That's the Spirit, they like kicked it into full gear. Of like doing the softer kind of rock influence stuff. And then they mm. went and then at that point they had already had three albums where they started where they implemented experimentation. They didn't just start experimenting out of nowhere, you know? And yeah. so it was it was like a slow progress into implementing this sound. And so they did the transition properly. Um and They really did. Yeah, they're just absolutely killing it. And so it's um everyone gets scared whenever bands say that they're they're going to try something new and that's because a lot of times bands go way too ham on trying something new. Um right. you got to you got to implement it slowly over time like uh what is it they say a a frog in a pot of, a pot of boiling water or whatever. <laughs> mm. Like you you turn up the temperature and the frog doesn't realize it over time until it cooks itself alive. You know?
1: like the Brownie. We're about to be a hip hop band. (laughs) Hey, yeah, exactly. That's right.
0: A couple rap songs every now and then. And here we go. Now we're announcing Keem as a full-time rapper for the Brownie.
1: Full-time, full-time rapper. Yeah. But that's the thing is we've been transitioning to that period. We had Jake Hill, like, -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Got them used to it and they already love it. So
0: there it is. That's it. (laughs) Or actually we'll just stop the metal in general and just go full rap.
1: Hey, maybe they'll take us here then. True.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, well I appreciate you talking to me and uh, you better keep on that rock crab grind and stop dying.
1: I am, I'm, I am, I'm almost a 40, almost a 40. <laughs> I'm <Right. laughs> doing uh, good.
0: Alright, if you guys want to watch uh, Keem stream some RuneScape, head over to his Twitch channel and uh, make fun of him for not having started playing this game a lot, a lot, long ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a noob, come help me out.
0: Right. Alright, I'll talk to you later, dude. Alright. Um, all right, bye. All right, bye.